Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. We are so excited to be back. We took another little bit of a break, but fortunately, um, our our hard classes that have been making it hard for us to do the podcast have been moved to online, and we do have spring break coming up this week. So we are excited. We have a ton of new stuff to talk about. These last couple of weeks have been crazy in this world, (laughs) to say the least. But we're excited to get into it. Uh, We apologize this week. We are not going to have our co-host, Blake Bushman. We are saddened by his disappearance. He did not let us know where he is going. He's currently in quarantine. Yeah, probably, for all we know. (laughs) But we are are disappointed in you, Blake, and we hope you can uh, return to the show. Anything you'd like to tell Blake, Daxton? Don't come back. Ooh. We don't miss you. I'm just kidding. Come back. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that. Anyway, as you guys all know, the uh, coronavirus has been sweeping the nation. We don't want to get too much into that because it's really political and we don't want to share our opinions. But we do want to share a little bit on mass hysteria, which I think is one of the most stupid things. And I, I this week I figured out why it's happening. You had quite the pastaroni experience, didn't you, <laughs> at the store? Something yeah, like that. I already told you a little bit about this, but I need to make sure our listeners know. Um, so for me, I just have to give a little ba- bit of background information. Wednesday night is pastaroni night. Without fail, I have to crack open a box, maybe fettuccine alfredo, four cheese, cor- four cheese corkscrew pasta. You name it, I'm making it. So, you know, I'm just doing my normal weekly shopping, as I usually do, uh, Friday mornings, because I only have one class. So yesterday, which was Friday, I, there I am at Walmart. You go down the shelves, basically everything is gone. I'm um, kind of frustrated, kind of already lost my temper that day. And uh, we'll just call this Mystery Man Jason. So I'm walking down the aisle with my cart. I only have about four or five items in there. And I see Jason is emptying the pastaroni shelves. He is taking probably two or three whole boxes that have about 20 pastaronis in it each. So me thinking... Come on, guy. Like it. Like I'm gonna take a couple of these. It's not gonna be a big deal. So I just say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna grab a few of these out of your cart. I hope you don't care." <laughs> Let's just say Jason cared. Uh, I took four fettuccines out of the box and threw them into my cart, and he started freaking out at me. And I was like, "Bro, like it's four pastaronis. Like that's probably like one day's worth of pastaroni. Like you're, you're. It's not gonna make a big difference if you're." 45 pasteronis in. <laughs> but what if he's like 45 pasteronis in now and then he runs out of food? <laughs> well, at least you have your four. The, I took those I took those four boxes which are going to last me the next 4 weeks, so I should be good on food storage. Um <laughs> but I I was just really surprised uh just to see how dumb people are. Uh it's 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 crazy. It's it's saddening and all over a $1 box of pasta, which I will enjoy this week. Yeah, I know. I went to Target, which I usually don't do, but I mm. went to Target and they they were cleared out of toilet paper, and it said, "We apologize, but uh, we are limiting like the buying of toilet paper okay. and hand sanitizer to like three a customer, just I, because everyone is honestly was it's appropriate so because you don't need that much. It, the production's not going to stop. But anyway, that's as much as we're going to get into that. Um, but other than that, you know, these last couple of weeks have been good for us. I feel like we have learned a lot and overcome a lot of difficulties. I've overcome that people are very paranoid. Yeah. Like for, (laughs) we went to Chick-fil-A, they don't have any ketchup packets or anything like that sitting out for you to touch by yourself. 
And like I went to go get a refill. I was like, hey, can I get another lemonade? She's like, yep, take the lid. I'll grab the cup. No, take the lid, throw away the cup. And I was like, I had to process. Like she said it so quick, I had to process for a second like everything she just told me to do. I thought she was going to put it in one of those like yellow hazard bags and <laughs> for real. throw it away. Or like sanitize her hands and give it to me and with a baby wipe. You can never be too careful. But one thing that has been kind of cool about this whole thing is we finally get to practice something that I've been doing for years. It's called social distancing. It's a new term. Um, but I've actually been living this my whole life, so... I thought you were going to say washing your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that you haven't been doing that either. <laughs> either way, that's not going to make me wash my hands. But social distancing, that is something I am much more fond of. <laughs> Except, wait, Porter, I think I know why you're social distancing yourself. Don't I don't say think it. it's don't because of it. the coronavirus. Don't say it's it. because you're out for an arrest, you have an arrest warrant. Oof. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to get into this on the air. Yeah, now the cops are going to know where to find you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Social distancing. They're going <laughs> to... They'll have to keep their distance, though. Um, I feel like I have to expound now. Anyway, uh, so uh, yesterday I found out that I, uh, there, is an, uh, there is a warrant out for my arrest. <laughs> was a uh, real shocker because I consider myself a model citizen. I try to follow all the laws. I... Uh, you know, I feel like overall I'm a good guy. But anyway, um, a while back I was in a car wreck. I think I actually talked about it a little on the podcast. And they ended up giving me the ticket that they were supposed to give to the other driver, which was a uh, driving too close ticket. And it had been past the time because I was never told by a cop or anyone that I was issued a citation. And so yesterday I just get this, well, this text from my mom that says, call me ASAP. And that's like the worst. You know, you're in trouble then. And I was like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> And then you hear from her. She's like, there's a warrant out for your arrest. And then you're like, oh, no. Like, this really sucks. I'm like, I feel like I'm trying to enjoy Pastoroni. <laughs> I've been trying to be the best person I can be. Literally trying to be a better human being. And this is what I get. First, <laughs> in trouble at Walmart. And second, an arrest warrant. So, fortunately, I was able to call the clerk's office. And I was very, let's say, frank with the lady. I was like, this wasn't me. And she's like, oh, you need to come in for a court date. And everything and try and get this figured out. So I've had to be real careful on the roads. I'm glad I haven't gotten pulled over to this point yet. Or I might have spent a night behind bars. <laughs> as something I legit did not do. So now <laughs> now I understand why our legal system... Uh, sometimes they say they're like fighting for people to get out. Because they're in, unjustly uh, prosecuted. And, and, and I really uh, I feel that right now. I it's, think we should sucks. title this uh, episode Night with Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I, I would not be... In the South Summit Jail, where, which is where they're trying to uh, put me, I would, I would steer clear of Bubba, or I would pay the bail to be out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fortunate to not be in jail. I am happy to um, be recording this podcast instead, and hopefully I will be able to use my years of watching Judge Judy to come up with an excellent countersuit. <laughs> if you guys feel like your life is at an all-time low, just think about this. I'm chilling in the closet with a criminal right now, <laughs> making a podcast. <laughs> I didn't think I'd come this during low, a but pandemic outbreak. During a pandemic outbreak of a virus, <laughs> a respiratory virus, I'm chilling in a tiny enclosed closet with a criminal that should be behind bars. A fugitive. A we fugitive. need to get him but off the road. I think. I think the letter was titled "Delinquent Notice." <laughs> so you're with you're a, a freaking delinquent. delinquent I'm <laughs> Man. Anyway, that gives you guys a little bit of a summary of how my life's going. So, uh, I mean. Even if you didn't find that very funny, I, at least you can look at that and say, you know, my life can't be worse than that, so I can just keep moving forward. It's impossible to uh, have such bad luck. 
So we wish you guys the best. Thanks for listening to this intro segment, but don't go anywhere. We've got some more exciting stuff coming up. Uh, we'll be back right after this. And we are back with the news. All right. So this week on this edition of Not Important News, I have a coronavirus related story. And it also relates Florida, our our two favorite things at the moment. (laughs) Anyway, the in Tavares, Florida, the police department is offering a very sweet deal. They are willing to test drugs for coronavirus. I see what they did there. I know. Smart cops, unlike Park City. Anyway, these cops are willing. So if you're in Florida right now and if you want to get your drugs tested, feel free to run them by the local sheriff's office. And they are going to test your narcotics to make sure that they are corona-free. We can't promise that they won't <laughs> confiscate them after, but that at least they will be tested of the the COVID. Yeah, you'll virus. also go to jail, but you'll go to jail with the confidence of knowing that you are using COVID-19 uh, free drugs. Clean drugs. Clean drugs, exactly. Clean, dirty drugs. <laughs> so, good on you, Florida. This prob- That's probably the only state in the United States that actually people would fall for it, unfortunately, yeah. to this day. Um, no people have followed up with that deal. I think it's probably just because they're still a little bit nervous. They maybe they haven't read the story yet, but we'll keep you guys in tune to let you know if any any Florida men or women um run their drugs through to get them checked out and the results of their drugs. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know if they're they're corona free. I have a new story. Um, just like the coronavirus snuck into the Utah Jazz team, pranksters, pranksters sneak into the Utah Jazz game as ice delivery men. Oh, I actually saw this. This is pretty cool. <laughs> so they dressed up as ready ice delivery men, <laughs> and they actually got into the game. And they just like tried to see how far they could go in, or like how far they could get. And then just because they were like trying to do too many things as the ice men or whatever... Um, they ended up getting caught, but like, like, like they have like a little selfie that they took in the mirror or whatever, holding ice, and people actually let them in, even though like they already have a system to get the ice. Don't they people, have an ice machine? Or yeah, something? yeah. Well, people are like they've already figured that part out, and then these people just see them in the ready ice uniform, so they just snuck right into the game. That's ridiculous. Now the picture Daxon just showed me is literally two kids holding a bag, a two dollar bag of ice, and somehow they ended up courtside, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah. How far did so. they end up getting? I think so. Um, it, it started out kind of like they were going like at different levels, right? If I'm not mistaken. And then eventually they made it to the court and that's when security was looking around like, we don't use ready ice. We use deep freeze ice. They (laughs) made their way into the tunnel and it says in order to get onto the court, they told employees that concessions sent them. And as they made their way into the tunnel, they told employees they were bringing the ice down for (laughs) halftime. Just imagine how far they could have gotten if they were in Coca-Cola uniforms. Yeah, or in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it's just funny. The thing that's most funny to me is like the most useless thing is what got them so far. They could have done anything else. $2 bag of ice, they get courtside. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, if they were snacks guys, drink vendors, anything else, like it would have been more understandable that security would have let them go by. But a melting bag of ice, which I'm sure was like at its on its last legs at that point. Well, yeah, they had to have bought it from the store, <laughs> got it to the arena, walk walked in to the arena with this bag of ice, and courtside. By the time like the game had already started, I'm sure. I have one word for those young men: legends. Go you! Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, I wanted to share an honorable mention news story with you guys that I actually just saw. 
I thought it was pretty wild, again, coming from the great state of Florida. So, I guess this guy was pretty drunk. It doesn't really have too many details, but this Florida man stood naked in his driveway while throwing rocks at passing cars last night. Wait, was they caught you? <laughs> Giant knee slapper. No, this guy is, like, very scary looking. <laughs> Definitely not what you're looking for as you're driving home. Exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy... It doesn't even have his name yet, but he was a 34-year-old man was arrested for <laughs> nakedly throwing rocks at cars. Uh, like, that's just something you would never... That'd be a horrifying thing to see as you're driving by. There's one thing worse than getting a rock chip just from <laughs> one flying up on the freeway. It's from a guy that's standing there butt naked throwing mm. rocks at your car. Yeah, the worst thing is, like, you're going to have to stop and, like, try to, I don't know, like... Stop him? If Yeah, like, if if you want a way to get your car repaired... Like, somehow it's going to have to be, like, through him, you would imagine, right? So it's like, either you're out of luck or you're going to stop and talk to a deranged, naked, 34-year-old man. <laughs> I don't know. I think on that I would just say, pick your poison, man. Like, you know, you you drilled my car. I'm gonna, I'm just going to keep going. I'd rather stay alive than, than be murdered. And you get sweat all over me. Oh, gosh. Anyway, that's our edition of this week's news stories. Let us know, as always, what you guys think. They're great. <laughs>